welcome to I Love This Thing So Fricking Much, a podcast about passion. My name is Sophie Katz, and today I am joined by fantasy author Victoria Corva. Welcome to the show, Victoria. Hi, thank you. So here is how this works. Victoria will have three minutes to talk about something that they love. This can be a person, place, thing, concept, activity, anything they want. Our only requirement is that they love it wholeheartedly and want to tell us why. Are you ready, Victoria? I am. Good. Got my timer here. Now, what do you love so freaking much? Okay. I love tabletop RPGs so freaking much. Um, so TTRPGs, as they're commonly shortened to, are collaborative storytelling games. And I know this has already been talked about um, with Dungeons and Dragons on I Love This Thing So Freaking Much Before. But it, there's, uh, it, it's a huge, broad arena of um, collaborative storytelling games and mechanics. And the idea is, is that you're kind of like playing make-believe games such as you would play as a child where you're a a wizard or a knight or maybe you're a a Star Wars Jedi or maybe you're in a historical you're a historical detective or something but things are resolved through in-game mechanics so you can't just do whatever you want and so it's easier to play nicely with other people so that can be rolling dice that can be sometimes people draw cards Um, there's all sorts of really interesting ways that people resolve these in these different games and it's makes it kind of structured and fair and it's exciting because you never know exactly how things will turn out and it's kind of taking things like video games to a whole in some ways it's it's on a whole other level from those kind of games because you're not restricted in the same way anything that I could do in real life I could pretty much do in the game I have those that same breadth of options but I still don't know exactly how that will turn out and it's it's very just exciting and there are so many different games i played game uh, a system called unknown armies in which you're in like a supernatural um world you're god walker with unusual powers um and that was really interesting i've played a game called uh, fate of the flying temple where you're like avatar the last airbender-esque pilgrims that can fly around and are raising a baby dragon call of cthulhu in which you're in a lovecraftian mythos um investigating otherworldly horrors um the star wars there's one page games in which you're um like the famously there's the honey heist where you're bears trying to steal honey and you have stats for crim- being a criminal and stats for being a bear and you're trying to balance those out as you go through the story and it's just this incredibly imaginative world in which you get to like sit around with friends uh either in person or apart eating snacks laughing playing games and getting to kind of enjoy a, another world, another life, and, and that just kind of escapist fantasy of something new and different. And I just can't really get enough of it. I know, I know people get really attached to the characters that they make because, I mean, how many chances do you get to be creative in a way that you get to share with your friends? And, and so you can just kind of get really involved with the characters that you create, the arcs that they go on, because it's something that you don't have complete control over and you get to weave with other people. Um, I really love, sometimes I run these games. uh, So that can be called a a game master or sometimes a dungeon master in Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, and and it it can also be fun to be the person who guides those stories is what I would say, which is what you do in that role. Absolutely. Thank you for telling us about... uh... Tabletop role-playing games or RPGs as they're also known today. (laughs) Thank you. Do you have, you mentioned that there are 
lots of different kinds of structures for these games, some that use dice, some that use cards, things like that. Do you have a favorite kind of structure? And if so, what makes that one stand out? Um, I think kind of my favorite uh, mechanic resolution is I'm very boring. Like I've played, ga- I've played games where there's like tarot that you're using to resolve things. I've played games where there's tiles that you use to resolve things, but I just like dice. They're, they're very pretty and they come with lots of different shapes and they feel nice when I roll them. So I like dice. <laughs> It sounds like it's a tactile experience. Oh, very much so. Yeah. (laughs) How did you first get into playing RPGs? It's kind of like before I was playing them, I was into them. Basically, I used to forum roleplay online where there wasn't really strong mechanics in kind of the worlds of video games that I played. And that was really cool, but it was often very unbalanced. It wasn't very fair. People would kind of try and make the story their own thing and take it away from other people quite often. And um, my dad brought me home uh, a Dungeons and Dragons uh, rule book for the time that was a 3.5 edition for people who know what that is. And it was so dense. I did not understand anything that I was reading, but I just had this massive sense of like, there's something really interesting here if I could just get my head around it. And I was desperate to play it. Um, and then many years later, I started playing first in Dungeons and Dragons and then in all many other systems, such as the ones that I've mentioned. And I, I just, yeah, just the, that obsession with you seeing like all of these rules about how you make your character and resolve things and just going, this could be really good is kind of where I was at. You mentioned that players of RPGs can get really attached to the characters they create. Do you have yeah. any memories of characters you were particularly attached to? So... <laughs> Yeah, I have a few. I had one of one of my favorites was uh, my it was like my second ever character. My first character was too much of a coward for the game that they were in. So they kind <laughs> of derailed the story. So then I had to make another one. Um, I made like a, a demon person who was unaware of they were trying to be a good person, but didn't really know what that meant. Hmm. And so it was just really goofy being someone being like accidentally befriending the enemies and stuff like that. And it made for a very interesting gameplay. The character was named Ram because they had horns and I don't know, it was just nice. I guess my second ever favorite was I made a character in Unknown Armies that was based around the concept of uh, Cassandra in kind of... They have a clairvoyant character that nobody believes what they say and that was the ability was that I would be able to have prescient knowledge of things that would come but if I told anyone about it they would automatically not believe me no matter what and that was just really (laughs) funny and my friends really loved knowing that I knew the truth of the situation and then just completely refusing to believe me um, in the game. It's, I don't know. There's just interesting stuff to do. That does sound interesting because it's putting a certain constraint on how other characters are going to play the situation too. Like even if the player knows that your information is valid, their character can't act on that information. Absolutely. It was very like meta and strange, but I think everyone found that fun. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. yeah. It sounds like there are a lot of different aspects to role-playing games. And like it's like you like a little bit of everything here. You like the actual, like the gameplay, the dice. You like the stories. You like the camaraderie. It's just sort of a mixed bag of, of everything. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, for me, it's just like the, the easiest way to socialize. <laughs> Having all of these different elements that I can focus on, but also getting to like spend time with people I care about is really magical. Is there anything that you don't like about RPGs? And if so, how do you handle that? I mean, there's a bit of gatekeeping and that's something I really struggle with. Fortunately, I haven't had to face too much of it because the people who kind of first started playing with me were not the kind of people who would do that. But there's a lot of people who want to be like, 
you can't do this game because you don't look like me or you are not sufficiently geeky or that kind of thing. You know, you get it in a lot of different areas these days, uh, especially around like, say, comic books or gaming. I don't like that so much. I also don't like it when uh, in some groups, safety isn't safety of the players and comfort of the players isn't as much of a priority. And so people will try and put your characters into situations that you would find uncomfortable. Again, that's something I really try and avoid. And I think on the whole, the communities I've been a part of don't do that. I mean, that's more of a people thing than inherent to the genre. Also, there's, there's a lot of problematic content out there that you try and skirt around, but there's so much good independently made content that it's easy to avoid that, you know? Yeah. Do you have any advice about where to start if someone's completely new to role-playing games? And given what you've told me about it, I'm actually thinking about this in two directions, sort of. There's the where do you start if, oh, this is a big, intimidating rule book. I don't know if I'm going to understand this game. I want, mm. you know, an easy a- or access to it. But also, where do I start knowing that there's a lot of gatekeeping, that there are all these unwelcoming communities? How do I find a good community to play with? I mean, honestly, I would recommend playing with people you already know and feel safe spending time with. So if you have friends that you regularly play games with or that you watch movies together and are interested in the same kind of thing, you can look for the kind of game that suits the kind of settings that you enjoy. And I mean, there's really an enormous variety. It's not just fantasy or sci-fi. There's some that are set just in the real world. And you can find and, you know, try and learn the rules together and take it in turns running the game for each other so that you can all kind of get a bit of a grasp of the rules. I think there's nothing really better than playing with people you feel safe with and that's the best environment to learn in, in my mind. Yeah, you start with people you're comfortable with and go for a kind of story that you're comfortable with. Well, that's a pretty good uh, equation for having fun. I I hope so anyway. (laughs) Victoria, thank you so much for telling us about something you love today. Yeah, thank you for having me. This has been great. And thank you, our listeners, for tuning in today. If you would like to learn more about tabletop role-playing games or our guest, Victoria, you can find their social media information in the episode description. And don't forget to use the hashtag LoveThisThingCast to tell us about the things you love. I Love This Thing So Freaking Much is a production of Through the Window Media. This episode was directed by Sophie A. Katz and edited by Melissa Block. You can find us at Through the Window on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or Tumblr. That is T-H-R-O-U, The Window, at all those social media sites. Be good to yourself, be kind to each other, and you'll hear from us again soon.